She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Welcome, welcome everyone. So glad to have you here today. Well, three, uh, good morning. It's a Wednesday and I must be like getting ready for my wedding. Yes, it's coming up and I am on overload. Uh, so, uh, but welcome to 360 Karma brought to you, of course. Uh, well, oh my gosh, are we really live? <laughs> Welcome to Live, Love, Thrive, brought to you by 360 Karma. We hope you are following us on our Facebook and also, of course, on Twitter and Instagram at My360Karma. As always, we have an incredible guest today. She's not only the president of the Speakers Association, but she's also an author, and uh, she creates um, musicals and has won some Grammys. Please give a warm welcome <laughs> to our guest today. Deborah Johnson. Oh. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Oh, I am great. Yes. Hey, great to be here. Th we're coming up on our hundredth episode, and that's the first time I ever had that kind of an opening. But it's true. <laughs> I am getting married in two and a half weeks, and I think I am on overload. But welcome, Deborah. And uh, you, you were married thirty years ago, so maybe you remember. It was. Yeah. And it, it was, I met my husband on a blind date, yeah. and it was, we because he played professional baseball, I only had four and a half months before the season, so it was good. Planned it, did it, and, you know, it was, yeah. it was great. 30 was years fun. ago, you forget yes. what went into that wedding, don't you? It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. But, you yeah. know, I planned up a lot mm -hmm. of events, so I don't think too much about it, and right. I said, oh, well, this is nothing, you know, I can do that. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, <laughs> was yeah, was I in for a surprise, yeah. oh, but uh, excited. Uh, so anyway, I'm so happy to have you on today. Uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, you know, you have done so many things, so, you know, we have a short time to cover everything. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to start with your background because uh, I know a lot of people are always interested in becoming speakers and right. especially uh, women, um, you know, over 40 that right. are wanting to do a restart and I know you really focus on that genre of women to try to help them and so do I and I mm -hmm. think it's a huge genre I see mm -hmm. on your website it's like right. 45 million women it's yeah, I mean that's amazing. a six of our population here right. in the United States right mm -hmm. um, so it is definitely an underserved market. So I appreciate that you're focused on helping women um, on their second half of their right. journey. Um, but I want to talk about the first half of your journey. Okay. So born in the South. I was. I was born in Eatonton, Georgia, which is the home of Brer Rabbit and Uncle <laughs> Remus. And if you've been on Splash Mountain, yeah. you've seen them. They became famous, more famous there. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Little tiny town, and yeah. but moved to California. So I've been raised yeah. here. So Yeah, I was uh, actually born in the South also in okay. Virginia. Okay. Uh, a lot of people in L.A. are like, Virginia, where is that? So I, I just tell them, oh, that's D.C. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, D.C., I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was born right outside D.C., so I kind of grew up with okay. that southern background and wow. it, I guess they were making fried chicken and oh yeah yeah sweetened tea <laughs> grits yeah, and, yeah. yeah I grew they don't up know what that is that. out here in yeah, LA I know either. <laughs> I know but actually my family used to yeah we we always had it so so you're and you were telling me uh you know you have this amazing musical background mm -hmm. uh which we'll talk about how that led you to speaking but um you know uh you were telling me your grandmother who immigrated here from Italy right. uh, actually ended up playing at Carnegie Hall so she your was. musical genes come from her. It, I, she yeah. played violin and mandolin in yeah. Carnegie Hall when she was 16. Yeah. And she also graduated from the New York Conservatory of Music, which is 
really amazing for a woman at that time. Yeah. But then she went into an arranged marriage, had a dozen kids, and never played again. And so I never really got to hear her really mm. play, which is so sad to me. Right. But you got but, her gene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gene, it's, yeah. you know, it's That's a blessing priceless. and a curse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's yeah. definitely there, the ear and the, yeah. the feel for it. Because you just, you yeah. can't teach all of that. Right. No, no. It I think it's be, a gift. Yeah, and uh, yeah. you obviously have that gift. You've written and produced some musicals and right. won some Grammys. And Actually, tell me I've about been that. Up, I've been up for a number of Grammys. Oh, There's okay. different stages of that process. Right. So I've been, I'm very transparent with that, but I've been up for a number of Grammys. I'm very linked into that community right. and I'm a, an active voter for, uh, um, and every year, usually I submit something. I've had mm -hmm. a lot of different projects up for Grammys. So, so you're yeah, lucky that your parents ended up moving out here to LA. And right? I mean, yeah, I was very young. For a musician, well, right? yeah, I was very, very young. Yeah. So it wasn't like just, yeah, I mean, they were, I kind of was born in Georgia and then, yeah, we yeah. were. Grew we were, up here. Yes, totally grew yeah. up here. And uh, my mother was really behind my sisters and I going into music. And, oh. and it was kind of a different stage of life because we didn't have a lot of the sports and everything that were going on. So mm -hmm. I was able to focus on my music and practicing, it was very important to do that because mm -hmm. you can have talent, but you, you can have underdeveloped talent as right. well right. without working on it and developing the discipline. And so I was up early every single morning, but even before in high school and, and right. on, very early and practicing for hours. Eat, living so, and breathing yeah. it. Yeah. Now, was this singing or instruments or both? or This was with uh, most of that in-depth practicing was with classical piano. So oh. I'm trained as a concert pianist, but I uh, started out and continued performing vocal mm -hmm. and piano together. So the piano is, I say it's like water. It's just like swimming for me, just so mm -hmm. easy. And then the, the vocal, and I've, I've been a double major, so and all of that, you know, mm -hmm. so I've done a lot of vocal work as well and mm -hmm. training and taught as mm -hmm. well in the uni university, actually. So I've learned a lot right. <laughs> through the years. And, and written and produced musicals. And, yes, yeah. and that's where the name of um, the my new book of Women at Halftime, which we yeah. call 40 and Above, that's what I coined it. And it's uh, principles for producing your successful second half because – I have produced musicals. I say bad habit, but they're they're wonderful. But it's it is so much work. So much Being, work. It is the and little um, payoff. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It is just a huge monumental job. And yeah, and I love to write. And after I wrote, I'm thinking, okay, so now what do I do with it? Oh my gosh! I got to launch it. I got to launch world premieres. Yeah. And, it was a wonderful, ended up being a wonderful experience. Right. Very, very difficult. But I understand the production and how much work goes into production. What I love most about interviewing you today is that there's so many people out there that are musicians mm -hmm. and writing musicals and yes. writing songs, mm -hmm. and they're struggling. And if anybody relates to this, it's you. Right. But what I love what you've done is taking your talents and repurpose them yeah. uh, to make a living and to be successful. And I think a lot of musicians are struggling, and you certainly, I know, identify with that. And I love that you help people to take that platform and then utilize it for other purposes. And that's really what you did with your speaking, right? Mm -hmm. you said, yeah, it's an expansion. Yeah. Um, and I like to, you know, take, you, you've got 
what your platform is. And mm -hmm. coming from the musicians, I always call it the starving artist syndrome. Yeah. And and it's from a gig economy. Your mm -hmm. last gig is your last gig. And I mean, I still work for Disney. I probably shouldn't say that too loud, but but it's yeah. the, the I love working for that organization. Yeah. But it but it um that's not a real steady job even because right. I'm an independent contractor yes. and I'm hired out on jobs and right. I've done and what, what shows kind of things everywhere. Do you do for Disney? I do a lot of uh, piano work or mm -hmm. private events. I've done a lot of different private events oh, and I have wow. some colleagues that I've worked with there and it's just wonderful. Mm -hmm. And but I've I've done a lot of headline shows all mm -hmm. across the United States, mm -hmm. really all everywhere, and mm -hmm. work with another, you know, a, a piano pal as I call them. We mm -hmm. we do a dueling show and but yeah, there's a lot of different parts where you you know you're gig now you're looking forward to the next gig, and you're trying right. to get booked again trying to in all yeah. of that and what the speaking has done and the organization that I'm a part of the National mm -hmm. Speaking Association has mm -hmm. taught me more than almost any other organization about building a business mm -hmm. and when I decided to expand my business because mm -hmm. I still will use some music and I love using music and media in my speaking mm -hmm. but I I intersperse it so it's not about the, just the music and media it's all about the message mm -hmm. but it's I've learned through this organization how to build the business and mm -hmm. that's why I'm so passionate mm -hmm. in even being on in leadership with our LA chapter. Mm -hmm. And so you actually coach people how to create a successful speaking business and I think there's a lot of people out there that would like to be speaking right. they don't know how to monetize right. it they probably have the gift but could hone it. Right. Um, and so your website, uh, goalsforyourlife.com, I know mm -hmm. encompasses a lot of different facets of what you're doing. And right. one of them is this coaching and learning how to speak and how to make it a profitable business. Right. Well, that's what our our organization, National Speaking Association, we are GLAC. We're the greater Los Angeles yeah. um, chapter of that. My personal business, what I work mm -hmm. with, with yeah. women with halftime and then with um my um, Hero Mountain that I've trademarked. Yes. It's a whole program there. Yes. But I don't target usually speakers in my business. I target people that are, it, it can be in any business, any business, in any area. So of they could reinvention. be in insurance, they totally. could be in technology. Totally. I see. Yes, any business. Or a musician. Or a musician. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But when you get to that point of life, and I speak to men as well. I, I go out in different groups and I speak with HR and because I've got mm -hmm. it formatted for your CE credits and all of those sort of groups that are going through this professional and personal development mm -hmm. in taking that step up. Mm -hmm. And and you, you, we work on a lot of different things. Of course, mm -hmm. it starts with your purpose. Right. But then with your mindsets, what about that head trash? <laughs> How much yeah. head trash do we all we had? Go, yeah. Oh, I oh. have none. It's, yeah. <laughs> We're, so, it's in the recycle yeah, bin. Oh my gosh! There's just we all deal with it. Doesn't yeah. matter what stage we're at, yeah. but we especially at halftime you yeah. deal with that. Yeah. And you know a lot of the other areas. I, I talk about core competency, your strengths, mm -hmm. and how to build skills. And women right now is they are very underrepresented in the technical field. Mm -hmm. And I understand how scary that can be. Or even in the speaking field in general. I mean, if right. you look at TED Talks, I think 15 or 20% are done by right. women. Right. So we're under under uh, represented in right. every industry and mm -hmm. in the speaking realm. Right. And actually, yeah. I have a speaker coming in this year with our group. And she she started TEDx NASA. Oh, wow. And she coaches TEDx speakers on Short Talks yeah. because there's a whole different format on that. Yeah. yeah. And 
And I love, uh, her name is Haley Foster. I love working with that sort of format because mm -hmm. it's, it, it's, you need coaching through that and the mm -hmm. confidence to be able to do right. that as well. So. Well, right now um, at your goalsforlife.com, I notice that you have an online summit that's going on right now. I do. Which is your interviews with some really top-notch women. Yes. I looked at it. Uh, I was enjoying it. I know people would enjoy going right. to it, and it's right. free. It's free. It's and, free. And then after your online summit, you also have coming up in June yes. in Pasadena I do. your live event. Uh, called Hero Mountain. So mm -hmm. tell me about that. And that this is for really women at halftime. It's for women at halftime, mm -hmm. and I do two a year. It's mm -hmm. for a small group of women, mm -hmm. small select group of women, and please contact me right away because it's a small group. But June 1st and 2nd, and I, there is something about live interaction. You mm -hmm. can learn. I have online programs. I love video work. I love all that. But that online only takes you so far. Right. So when you have that interaction, it's non-intimidating. It's fun. It's very, it's it's for that personal work. Mm -hmm. And if you don't stop and take that time, another year will go by. Another right. two years will go. Another five years, and you go. Oh. So yeah. th this is an opportunity to take time for yourself, and I've priced it very, very reasonable. Right. I so that. that is, yeah, it's very, very reasonable for something like this. And I even have it formatted for CE right. credits. But it's, but it's, it's. What are CE credits? Those are your continuing education credits. Right. Many HR people have to have those, oh, and so okay. yeah, and so each hour is formatted like that, so they can walk away with six credits. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a win-win that way. Plus. Yeah, it's a double dip, yeah, I say. Double, double dip. dip. Yeah. <laughs> so who would attend Hero Mountain? Uh, someone that might be going through midlife saying, hmm, I don't know what's next, or or I'd like mm -hmm. to be a speaker, or who, who would it be for? Who's the well, ideal many, attendee? many women, because this is for women, yes. the, uh, the weekend is. Mm -hmm. Many women at halftime, all of a sudden, they find that they're, if they have children, their children yeah. don't need them as much. Mm -hmm. Big change. Empty nest. Empty yeah. nest, big yeah. change. Mm -hmm. Then they have other changes. Many times their job changes. Mm -hmm. um, so their position changes. And then they've, mm -hmm. okay, and so And let's face it, in midlife, we hate to say this, but once you're 50, 60, it's tough to get a job. It, it's So you have to kind different. of reinvent yourself and create your own job. Exactly. Yeah. And you Which have is actually an exciting skills. thing. It, it sounds is. like a scary thing. No. What I think is scary is trying to do it on your own. And yes. that's why I appreciate you yeah. doing this program mm -hmm. because uh, – you know, there's nothing like in-person support right. of a great group of people right. and experts to support mm -hmm. your endeavor. Right. I don't think anybody mm -hmm. should try to go it alone. It's very yeah. difficult to go yeah. it alone. I hire coaches. It's very, very difficult well, I think to we go all it. do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's extremely difficult. I, I started teaching, mm -hmm. teaching at the age of 13. I taught adults at the age of 13. And I have a, a very big passion for people actually learning and growing. You mm -hmm. know, I don't just do things just to do things. Right. And so it, it really I, comes from that heart of wanting people wanting people to grow, wanting right. people to learn and have that confidence right. to, to move forward. Yeah, that's where we speak the same language. Right. With 360 Karma, it's, it's, it's all about how do I help empower Wonderful. women to live their highest self by putting right. them in touch with people that they relate to mm. or resources they need right. or funding they need, whatever the case mm. may be. We try to make it an environment uh, with the show and our right. events to inspire women and have mm. the resources 
right at their fingertips no matter what it is they want to be doing. So if they want to become a speaker, just knowing like about your platform and how they can make that happen and how they can make it a profitable business. Exactly, exactly. And they can contact me anytime through the mm -hmm. website. I answer my emails. I get a lot of email. But I answer my emails and and please, if there's any questions about that. So, yeah. And now on top of all this, besides Mm -hmm. writing your musicals, up for your (laughs) Grammys, uh, being a successful coach and putting on these events, Mm -hmm. you're also an author. I am. Do you sleep? Oh, no, I, I do. Once in a while. <laughs> I do. No, you, you have not have one book, not two books, three books. I, I have yeah. three presently, and I'm working on my fourth. Oh, my, of and, course yes, you are. <laughs> that's the women in halftime In your spare time. In my spare time. I hire a great editor. Uh, it's it's very, very important. You can, it, it's, writing songs is the same way. Yeah. You think you've just written the most brilliant oh my gosh this is so great then you have someone else read it and go what are you trying to say yeah (laughs) because sometimes we're too close to it we're so close to it so close to it so having the people around you and I really learned this from writing musicals yeah talk about difficult and this is a term oh no one's gonna like this but they call this in musical theater workshops they say, you know, sometimes you have to be willing to kill your babies. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. I've oh, had I hate babies. That That's awful. Yeah. But you understand yeah. that you've got to be willing to cut a let song. Let it go. You've yeah. got, yes. Yeah. I like let it go better, actually. Yeah, yeah. But that's what they call it. Yeah. And, I mean, I remember going through the middle of a very large musical called Tsarina. It's all about the Russian Revolution. I loved the story of Nicholas and Alexander. So I yeah. wrote a musical about it. And, and I remember one of the directors saying, you know, this is just too long. Can we cut this page? It's like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, so in writing books, it's that same sort of process. Writing is not just writing. It's yeah. rewriting. And it's a number of yes. times. Yes. So every time you think it's done, it's another rewrite. It's another yeah. rewrite. And you have to be willing to do that. My main yeah. purpose is to help people. And I right. want them to walk away thinking, Oh, that really, really helped me. You know, it's funny, though. The metaphor is it's really life. You know, we write the story we think we want to unfold, but the universe doesn't always have the same idea. No. And we have to let things go right. and realize, oh, the universe has a better idea than I had for myself. Or, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't you think we're always rewriting the story, and it's not always the the ending or the chapter we thought it was going to be. Right. right. But usually it ends up being for the best. Right. Yeah. Right. I, always, I always say, you know, God always have a, has a different, little different path, but it oh, it ended up so much better. How come yeah. I never thought about it that way? Yeah. The creative, you know, the creative path, but we can't always plan that. Exactly, so. and that's why they always say, you just have to know like what it is you want to manifest, right. but you don't have to know the hows because yeah. we get all caught up in the hows, and it doesn't always happen the way we think it will, right? Right. So right. if we eliminate the hows, it, it makes life so much easier. Yeah. But yeah. It, but. But where you say what you said was very important, yeah, very very important, is that you have to have at least a goal or know where you're you have going. To, you have to have that clarity. Don't if you, you don't, if you don't yeah. have any, you'll aim at what it was at Yogi Berra. If you aim for nothing, you'll get nothing. I mean, yeah. you just you have to have yes. some, and that can change slightly. Yes, you have absolutely. to have some sort of space where you're going yeah. toward something. And don't you think the downtime to even visualize that? Sometimes we're so busy and so wrapped up in uh, whatever, you know, right. social media or, mm-hmm. or events or friends yeah. or whatever. But taking that quiet time 
time to right. allow those creative ideas to download. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I know as a musician, you must have had to create that mm. to write these musicals or write your books. Right. You know. Right. You um, back to your books. Your your mm. latest one. Um, was the, uh, uh, the stuck is not a four letter word? That is was my actually my my first one was stuck is not a four. Oh, that's word. your first one. And I wrote that because yeah. I was stuck. Okay. Yeah, the music industry had pretty much fallen apart. Right. Where I was doing the shows. Yeah. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh boy, so many people can identify with oh, that. So everybody identifies with that. Everybody's and, has at some oh. point in their life felt stuck. Yes. You know what I say? Stuck is I think it's an in between where you're shifting to something new and great. Yeah. And it's a downtime, and people right. don't embrace the downtime. Yes. Sometimes it's a great. You're Going from here to there, and it's a downtime to just mm. let it germinate, let it grow in your mind, allow mm. yourself to think and create. You don't have to always be in the doing. Right, right. right. That is a really good point, yeah. and and you have to realize where you're at. Yeah, take that take that breath. And what I did was, I, well, I, first of all, I discovered this is why I even went into the area of speaking, because I do a lot of speaking in shows, too. Right, right. So it was very natural. I've been on a platform forever, it feels like, and, and on stage. But, but I was noticing at some of the corporate events that they were cutting some of the headline entertainment, but they weren't cutting the speakers. Oh, thought, interesting. Oh, I wonder what this speaking stuff is all yeah. about. And I had an agent I went to, to visit her, in, in um, she was in Phoenix area. So my husband and I, actually, we both went out and visited her. And I said, tell me about this speaking stuff. Yeah. What is what is it all about? And so I started looking at a lot of the, the bios and the people yeah. that were doing it. I thought, I could do that. Right. So that's when that first book started happening. Because I thought, well, I probably should write some sort of a book about what I'm going yeah, through. If you're going to be and a I, speaker, you should have yeah. a book. One little yeah. interesting caveat, uh, these major agencies that represent actors and actresses out here uh -huh. now has a new division for speakers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just met someone who does that. And I'm like, mm. oh, wow. Cause, so they're even noticing it as a big right. new genre. For, yes. for actors or people right. that are entertainers. Well, yeah. especially entertainers. And you notice this in booking shows, that mm -hmm. they want to put the name acts in first because mm -hmm. they'll fill the seats. Right. They're looking to fill seats. Right. So when you have a name come in and they mm -hmm. say, well, you know, they'll come in speaking or something, yeah. that will... That will start filling their season, and then they put other people in. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah that works. And and so uh, most people wouldn't know how to, you know, book their gigs and that mm -hmm. type of thing. And that's the th type of thing you help them with? We help them with a lot of Everything. that in our in our speaking organization, definitely. Right. And, right. And, and what about networking. in your business or your workshops? Yes. That that's also, also uh, networking is a big yeah. part of this yeah. because I have worked, I've continually worked in my field, very, very difficult field, yeah. but a lot of it's from referrals. Right. And, you know, you get referred. I put stuff out there all the time as well. Yeah. So you learn how to do that. You, you make your own plan. Everybody's different. Right. There's no co cookie cutter. Right. There's no cookie cutter. So when people come mm -hmm. uh, to Hero Mountain and right. come to your workshops, right. yes. do you um, you help them become speakers in different industries? Is that the goal? Well, if they come to our National Speakers Association, I help them become speakers. Okay. That's where I'm president of that organization. Right. With my weekend that okay. in, that includes Hero Mountain. I have a lot going, sorry yeah. about that. But the June 1st and 2nd, I help them create their own plan. It may be if they... It could be anything from speaking anything, to starting a business And or usually whatever. starting a business. I don't just target speakers because I don't want to... Um, 
I mean, there may be a speaker that wants to come. Right. But I don't want a conflict of interest there as the right. president of an organization. That's right. what this organization will help you with. I see. So, but so if people want to become a speaker, they should go to become work. part of of the net. Yeah, the and I can give them the Speakers information. Association. Yes, What's that website? Um, okay, so our GLAC. It's nsaglac.org. Okay. That's the one there. And I hope it, I remember. What's them. it called? The National. But association? The, it's the National Speakers Association. NSA, just like the spy group. Okay. <laughs> in LA. But, but well, we have an LA. LA chapter. There's right. chapters all over the country right. and internationally. It's a oh, it's wonderful. an organization that's been going for yeah. Yeah. Long, and anyone long can time. join. Anyone can anyone join, can be a part. Now, you have to be at a certain level to be a professional member. Right. So, which uh, there are those in leadership, we are all professional members, which this is what we do as our business. Right. So, there's levels their way, but you can you can definitely join the chapters and be a part our group meets the second Saturday of every month. So, right. and it's a great organization. I really believe in it. Or so. they can go to goals for your goals life. Goals for your life and com. email me. Uh, you right. can ask. And I have a lot no of No matter what profession they want to be starting, no matter what. You can help coach them right. to um, get the right information and resources right. to make it come to fruition. Right. Nothing like having someone in your court. And I always say there's a coach for everyone. Find right. the one that you identify with. That you guys have a kismet. Everybody right. has to find their people, right? Very important. It's pr- yeah. it's important for both sides. For I'm both not, sides, I'm not going to waste anybody's time or money. Period. Right. right. And and I don't want them wasting mine either. Right. <laughs> so, right. So no, everybody yeah. has to find their people, right. and pe- different people have different soul values, and right. you have to get people that align with yours. Right. We all have different ones, and I think right. that's important. Right. Well, thank you for the work you're doing, and oh, uh, you're delightful because you're certainly not doing enough. <laughs> Can you do a little more, Deborah? Oh, this is, I love, love, love what I do. I really love, I love, yeah, I just, um, and I love the arts. I will, I'm, I'm continually writing and playing and, you know, still doing music and, but I, but I love uh, bringing the message and really encouraging people, always encouraging people in their own journey. Well, you're certainly an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. The time went by so fast. It did. Oh my goodness. And we'll be back <laughs> next week with another amazing guest. Be sure to check out Deborah at goalsforyourlife.com and check Thank us you. out at 360 Karma. We believe in helping you create your fate. Make it a great day. Hugs and happiness. Thank you.